relish, chutney, hollandaise, or HB. Things are about to get saucy. You naughty little monkeys, you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeah, 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 your boys coming at you today uh, live from... Um, Oh, man, what zone am I in at the moment? I would say the frustration zone. What happened? What happened to you today, Alex Dyson? What happened this morning? Oh, I was born. That's what happens. (laughs) And uh, the person who helped make that happen, my father, um, still needs some things at times. Uh, Today's request was to... (laughs) Sending me an email because his phone, he's got an amazing deal on the phone, as you'd expect from Ian Dyson, $99 a year. One-off payment of $99 for an entire What is it? Is is his phone two cans and a piece of string? (laughs) Unlimited calls, unlimited texts, 10 10 gigabytes per year. Um, So he doesn't use the internet, but it's from a a supermarket. I'll I'll tell you that much. Anyway, (laughs) it's run out. He's finished his first year, okay? So his phone doesn't work because he needs to recharge, but he can't do that. Um, without calling up. He can't call up because his phone doesn't have things. So I'm on the phone to the people on hold, finally get through. I was like, yeah, hi, it's Alexander Dyson, son of Ian Dyson. Can I just help? I need dad to get his phone working again. They're like, okay, um, have you turned it off and on again? I'm like, I haven't tried that. (laughs) I'm not him, but um, can we do that? I was like, okay, so what's the name? Ian Dyson. No, what's your name? Oh, Alexander Dyson. I'm sorry, we can't... um, we can't help you. We need to talk to the bill payer. I'm like, well, you can't talk to him. His phone's not working. That's why I'm talking to you. Like, I'm sorry for privacy reasons. We can't. We can't finish the call. Like, well, what am I meant to do? Have you tried turning it off and on again? No, I haven't tried turning it off and on again. So I need dad needs to go down to a payphone or something and ring up you these people. Just anyway, lied. you should have just lied. I can't said, tell him I... about it because he can't accept my calls. I need to email him, and Wait, when he, he goes back to, to the res- library, he, he can talk sh- to me. He should be he doesn't able have to receive calls. He can't receive them either. $99. That's what you get for $99 a year, baby. Anyway, well, that's look, what I've been up to in the past 24 hours. It's funny because I had my own... Um, I mean, I feel like that's an identification situation. Yes, I, I needed ID. Yeah, you needed to prove that you were related to someone. I had my own ID situation happening as well, which we'll get onto a little bit later on. We've also got a very big guest on who we've been talking about a certain system over the last couple of weeks. A lot of people messaging in saying, hey, 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 there's one name you're missing in this... Oh, so useful um, system. So we have found that third person. It's a big, not many people have talked to this man um, in public. Very few public appearances. And we've managed to get the big interview with this gentleman. We'll be hearing from him very soon. First things first though, Matt, I think we better cross to Perth. Our friends in the West, after absolutely cruising through this pandemic, uh, are now under a five-day lockdown. We're going to be crossing live to Perth to see how people are going there. Yeah, absolutely. We've done the lockdowns. We've done, you know, seven tests I've done so far. (laughs) We have got the tips on how to successfully beat this little next five-day period for you guys. Stick with us. Matt and Alex, hope you're having a good one. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. should say happy birthday to my dad for today as well. Um, while we're we're at it. So it's not a bad birthday present. Happy Um, birthday, Trying to get his... And my sister, Catherine. So you know, if you're a day. good son, if you're a good son, you'd get him a better phone plan. <laughs> 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 Oi, 
It has crossed my mind, my friend. Uh, anyway, here we are um, on this Tuesday, and i got to tell you, Perth, out of nowhere, a hotel quarantine case which has plunged the city into a five-day lockdown. Everyone's had it. Melbourne's had your big one for about eight weeks. Northern Beaches had a stinger, um, as did Queensland, Brizzy for three days. Adelaide had, what, was it, was it about 24 hours after a oh, false yeah, piece of pizza, days, pizza box they, alarm? But they did well. But, I mean, yeah, this is a big time for Perth. What is it, in the first time in 10 months they've had it? pretty scot-free. Mm. So, uh, yeah, look, thankfully they can learn off the rest of the country, really, because we've all been, we've all had to go through it in so many different ways. But it is a shock to the system. Uh, so we thought we'd check in with some people from Perth to make sure everything's going okay. Hello, Andy. Hey, boys. How are we? Premier Mark McGowan did urge people to not panic buy with five days. Super- supermarkets will be open. Produce will be available. Having said that, Get out of the shops and get a bit of uh, get a bit of yeah. paper, mate. <laughs> yeah, no. Unfortunately, I um when the when the press conference went live and I only live like a hundred meters away from Coles, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to duck out. <laughs> I'm just going to grab a couple of things. But I tell you what, half of the uh, the Perth city was there. I think. <laughs> Goodness me! <laughs> well, you got to be careful, um, Andy, because driving around. Apparently, I read on uh, some of the news sites that it's uh, you have to wear your face mask even in the car if there's other if there's other passengers there. So I don't know if you're uh, got any family or housemates you're going to be cruising around to the shops with. But yeah, did you masks even on. did you even have a face mask? I did not. That, that's the, the that's the funny story. Yeah, I had to drive to my sister's, which is like about forty minutes away, just so I could get a mask. Yeah, goodness. Obviously, those those went through the window straight away as well. All right. Well, we wish you all the best, Andy. Over the next couple of days, uh, hopefully, you can make it through. We've also got Talia as well from Perth. Tell us your situation. What's your surroundings right now, Talia? I am in a share house at the moment, so it's actually not too bad, but. Um yeah, it's a bit hectic at the moment. Oh, Talia, come on, 21, you're in a share house. Get some drinks delivered, party for the next five <laughs> days. What are you worried about? Yeah, we got some vodka from um, some of our friends yesterday, so we might have a bit of a cocktail night one night and party. Oh, so the emergency <laughs> vod. Uh, let's go get a few Raz and Vs uh, cranking out in the meantime. Um, well, that's pretty good. What do you do for a living? Like what would you be doing this week um, if it wasn't lockdown or are you able to work from home? Um, so I work at an acai bowl place, so my job has closed for the next few days mm. and then they'll just reassess on Thursday and see what happens. So, yeah, I won't be working for a few days. Talia, in order to help you through, I mean, obviously it's been, a, you know, a long time since this has happened in WA. Have you sort of forgotten what it's what it's like? Have you felt that there's been a pandemic in Perth? No, not at all. I actually went back to my farm um, during the last COVID lockdown, so it was actually kind of normal for me last time. So this has been a bit of a different experience for me. Wow. Well, look, good news for you, Talia, is that you have got two seasoned professionals, okay, uh, on your hands right now. Alex Dyson, of course, experiencing the Melbourne lockdown. Um, I... Living in Sydney, various stages of different weird lockdowns, but also... And being quite a paranoid person. Yeah, I've done, <laughs> I've done seven tests, okay, so far, because I have a, a six, 18-month-old daughter who gets everything from daycare and gives it to me. So, we present to you, Talia, our top five tips of getting through a lockdown. If you do start feeling ill and you need a test, don't go and get coffee before you take your test, okay? It's very tempting. Sometimes you wake up, you think, I better go get my test. Don't go get a coffee first, okay? One, so you don't infect anyone. Also, 
You really have to open your mouth quite wide and they stick that rod very far down and that person does not need your coffee breath in their face. Mm. There you go. That's number one. Same goes for dumplings. (laughs) Number two. Toilet paper is just paper. Okay? Get creative. I once saw a friend wipe his ass with a bus ticket, all right? So just because it doesn't have toilet paper on the packaging doesn't mean you can't use it. Just don't try to flush it, all right? If it's not the toilet paper that you usually buy, put it in the bin. Tip number three, light and mid-strength beers are your friend. I cannot stress this enough. When you uh, get the festivities happening 11 o'clock in the morning because nothing else is going on (laughs) for quarantine... All right, you need staying power. All right, light beers are not a sign of weakness. They are a smart alternative to the heavy stuff. Mm. Right, just remember that. Or you just put a bit of vodka in the kombucha. That's another tip. <laughs> tip number four, check your Zoom background, Talia. Okay, a lot of people Zooming at the moment. You, know, you do not want to be like Yvette Amos, a lady who was on BBC Wales recently, talking about her experiences of unemployment during the pandemic when a big dildo was spotted in the back of her <laughs> Zoom screen. In the back of her Zoom screen. <laughs> big back, like on the on the, yeah. on the Just chest finish of drawers the kind so of things. Say, it's, a, it's a big rubber thing. Mm. Phallic penis dick and balls. Mm. And if you are playing Zoom, it's a good time to catch up. If you're using Zoom uh, to catch up with friends, easily the best game is Scattergrees, all right? I'm telling you now, it is such a fun game. Everyone can play at their own different homes. You don't have to be in the same place. You just need a little timer. Um, if you aren't into word games, you can consider hosting a virtual orgy, okay? It is just as fun and a lot easier to clean up afterwards, all right? I can promise you that. So there you go, Talia. They are all amazing. Best of luck with the lockdown. I'm sure you'll come out of it nice and strong and everyone will uh, play the play the game, do it right, and, uh, yeah, the next time the Perth Scorchers can go back home and play cricket there. That would be amazing. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, Thanks Talia. Talia. Bye. Bye. This is All Day Breakfast. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, Matt, it's, I'm very sorry to say, but the uh, All Day Breakfast podcast, we are closing down. You've got to listen to all our episodes <laughs> for the next three weeks because we are having a closing no. down podcast sale. No, 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 no. <laughs> it is quite, honestly, and I really mean this, it is quite serendipitous that we were just talking about this off air, okay, because <laughs> I was at the shops yesterday, and I mean this, yesterday, and I was going down the, the travelators, and you know the, my local shops, you, they used to be your local shops. Yeah. Okay, and you know the store I'm about to talk about. I'm not going to say the brand, all right, but it is a kitchen and homesware store, all right? (laughs) If you want a knife, you want a pan, this would be the type of store you go to. Nine years I've been living, this has been my local (laughs) shopping center. And do you know that this store has been closing down for nine years? Yep. All right? Yep. And if they're not closing down, then they're overstocked. (laughs) They've been overstocked for nine years. And if they're not overstocked, they're having a clearance. (laughs) And if they're not having a clearance, it's a Boxing Day sale. I don't know who is ordering for this store, but they need to go. Yeah, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. We're not closing down, but the... the the phenomenon of closing down sales, I mean, Persian rug emporiums have been on it for years. 
They, they've been closing down. For, I can't believe there's any still around. <laughs> it's one of those things. You think they're in, an endangered species. And you head down. It's a plague book of proportions. I have never seen a full price knife at this store. <laughs> Honestly, the amount that they're slashing prices, it's like 95% off. I'm like, what? Just, just price it like it should be priced, okay? Goodness me. Um, Marshy, you're in the studio. You've, uh, you've got a bit of an insider scoop from, from a friend of the family. Well, on that, I've got two things. That first store that Matt was talking about, which I have also witnessed one that's been closing down for about a decade, <laughs> I swear once I saw they had a reopening sale. <laughs> <laughs> they closed for the weekend. Exactly. <laughs> for stock take we're to decide at we're overstocked. <laughs> opening at 9am tomorrow, sale. <laughs> And another store that my brother worked for, he told me that they got in trouble from the ACCC for being on sale more days of the year than off sale. <laughs> oh, that's so spicy. there is a rule that you must be off sale longer than on. I don't know. This, this, this place can surely not be going by this rule. And the yeah, the savings are always ridiculous. Seventy percent off is, is like mm. a minimum of a saving. I was talking to someone that they were in a shop and I'm like that. Geez, that sh- that sh- pop up, you know, homewares shop has been around for ages, and heard heard through the grapevine. It's like oh, it's yeah, it's sort of a permanent shop, but pop up gets people in the door more because they're like, well, it could be gone tomorrow. Oh, see, absolutely. Look, this is you know what this is. This is, we need in, and another, another insiders. We do. We really this do. This is where oh, we need the a, insiders. I read about another company recently that got fined for putting up their prices the day before the sale <laughs> so that they were able to take more percentage off. Yeah. So, so they could say, oh. oh, 80% off when it was like, well, it wasn't that price a week ago. That wasn't oh. the recommended retail. That's like... To me, this sounds like whenever I read about Australia's climate change policy, it's like we want to slash it by 50% off 2005 levels. And you're like, who's picking Who's picking the year here? We want to drop it by 20% of 1993 levels. You're like, what, what we, about? We promise our emissions will be less than 15th century yeah. levels of emissions, okay? Exactly. Goodness that me. It's just, well, look. Let us know. If you're an insider, maybe it's not. You know what? This is. We need you to start the segment, insiders. Yeah. Let's, we've okay. got the voice disguiser here. Yep. Remain Can anonymous. Can you turn it on? Yeah, for but us? we need someone on the phone for it to work. Uh, do you want me to call up? <laughs> what's, what's the number here again? Can you call me? <laughs> I could call you right now if you yeah, want. Yeah, you call me. Right, you, you just read me. your number out on the air. <laughs> Go on. What is it? What's yours again, Matt? No, come on. Don't you have it in your, my, your yeah, phone? Yeah, but that'll take ages. It's easy if you just just read me the number. Just look I'm it sure up. Marcia, you'll remember to beep it out. <laughs> Please, Marcia, I'm, I really mean this. <laughs> I'll beep one number and then it's just yeah. lucky dip for people. <laughs> I'm going to one out of ten chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then Bron's going to have to read it out to me. No, she's going to show it. Oh. I have your number, Matt. Yeah, well, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> you texted me your number from your number. <laughs> All right, we don't need to trust us. You've heard it before. We've got a voice masking system and we want you to get in touch. If you 
have the inside scoop on what goes on behind the scenes of retail when they're having a closing down sale or a massive percentage off sale. We want you to let us know. Matt.and.alex, get in touch with us on Instagram. Um, if you want to know Matt O'Kine's phone number as well, uh, that'll, that's the way to do it. That's why Just hit our producer, Brian. <laughs> this podcast should be 80% off. <laughs> Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Now, Matt, it's time to welcome someone to the show who uh, we are really in awe of. We've been marvelling across the whole summer at the Duckworth-Lewis system, uh, a system that, when invoked, can help a rained-out game of cricket continue in an equal measure. It's been used for a while now, but did you know, alongside Duckworth, alongside Lewis, there is another name, and that is Stern. It's named after Stephen Stern, who is now the official custodian of the system, as Duckworth and Lewis have, uh, yeah, gotten older. And uh, we're going to find out a little bit more about it right now from the man himself, the myth, the legend, Stephen Stern, joins us right now. Hello, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me. Well, no, thank you so much for joining us. And a lot of people on our Instagram jumped in and had said, hey, don't forget about Stern, okay? Yeah. The name's changed since then because we were just saying Duckworth, Lewis, Duckworth, Lewis, because mm. that's what we always grew up hearing. And they said, don't forget about Stern. And, you know, we dug in, we did our research and realised we'd been getting it wrong the whole time. You are the real hero here <laughs> in this system. Can you tell us how you got involved as to be the, the S in the DLS system now? Yeah, well, so as, as you can probably tell from the accent, uh, I'm not uh, a native-born Australian. And so when I first, I moved to Australia in 1994 and, you know, the, the typical approach to Australians to, uh, to people emigrating is that uh, they try and convince them of all kinds of bizarre things. So I got my share of stories of drop bears and, and the like. And the other thing they try and do is they try, and, particularly for Americans, since, uh, you know, we have no idea about your sports down here. They try to befuddle you with all kinds of stories about you know, and, and I'll be honest with you, I still do not understand the, the rules of rugby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you get here and they'd go, try and convince you that A, cricket isn't boring and B, Vegemite isn't disgusting. Exactly. And, and, and Vegemite is still disgusting. But is... <laughs> so, but, but, so the interesting thing was, though, that um, I actually, uh, when I was at university, uh, I had a number of uh, English and Australian uh you know, friends in, in my cohort. So I knew a bit about cricket. So they couldn't actually, uh, you know, they, they got me with the drop bears, but uh, <laughs> they couldn't get one over with the, over on me on, on cricket. And so what happened was that, interestingly enough, in the mid-90s, that was when Duckworth and Lewis was, was first starting to uh, promote their system. And so my friend said, well, look, if we can't fool you about cricket, there's one aspect of cricket that even we don't understand. And since I'm a mathematician, they thought, well, you must be able to figure this out. So I thought, well, that seems like a reasonable challenge. And so I read up on the, the material and I started, uh, you know, investigating some of the st uh, stats that it was based on. And I actually wrote a paper, since that's what academics do. <laughs> on the Duckworth-Lewis system. And I wrote, I wrote an original paper uh, initially, and, and I, I thought it's probably courteous to send a copy of it off to uh, to Duckworth and Lewis and just see what they think. I didn't actually expect to get much of a response. Since yeah. That usually doesn't happen. But but I got a response immediately back, and they they were very wonderfully generous with their time, and we went back and forth. And they convinced me that uh, 
although the ideas that I had were interesting, they weren't actually useful. Right. So the, the, <laughs> the paper you sent them, was it like, was it a um, puff piece? Was it a fan fiction no, no, of was, Duckworth was, Lewis? Or was it a, <laughs> here's what's currently wrong with the system, a bit of a scathing uh, <laughs> review of All it? All mathematicians, when they see someone else's mathematical formula, think, I can do that better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So and you so, were telling them what they did, that what they were doing wrong, and what did they, well, what did they convince you otherwise? I tried to be otherwise? a little bit polite about it, but yeah, mm-hmm. basically the paper was saying it, it should be modified. It should do. It shouldn't take account of this, and it should take account of that. I can still recall directly. Frank Duckworth told me, wrote back to me, and said, "Thanks very much for sending this. We'll have a look at it." He said, "My wife and I are flying out to the Grand Canyon tomorrow, and I was looking for something to read on the plane." So. <laughs> So this is what you plane. statisticians do for fun. It's unbelievable because <laughs> yeah, exactly. we were talking to our producer, Bron Stephen, about you know the system and everything that goes into it. And it's, there's some incredible maths that is behind uh, calculating this. But she said, long division maths, cricket, this sounds like my worst nightmare. Is it tough to talk about this at parties with people? <laughs> Look, I, I mean, the, the, the rule is all about percentages, right? Uh, basically, what it says is that at any point in a match, you have a certain number of overs that are left to you to bat as a batting team and a certain number of wickets still available to you. And what that means is that in the next over of the match, you're going to score some runs, and those runs are going to turn out to be a certain percentage of your final score. Mm. So each over – so if you have – if you're in the 23rd over and you have six wickets in hand – you are expected to score maybe 2% of your score in that over. Gotcha. And as you get closer to the end, you score a larger percentage of your, your total because you, you, know, you accelerate as you get closer to the end. So all of the, the, all the methodology uh, in terms of application that DLS does is it says, well, if a team loses 10 overs, we'll add up the percentage associated with each of those 10 overs and figure out what percentage of scoring that they lost. And then we'll just adjust their score up accordingly. There it is, a peek okay. behind. The, when you're watching so, the cricket next time, Stephen Stern, the man himself, describing what goes on in the sausage factory that is the Duckworth-Lewis system. But Stephen, before we go, you are a statistician. Do you have any – I mean, I love hearing some of the most far-out st- statistics that are out there in terms of, the you know, sports. Um, I, I love following a guy called Andrew Howe on Twitter. He does all the A-League statistics, and it's just yeah. – he just knows so much wild stuff. Do you do you have a favorite statistic or two about the the game? I think all statisticians love extreme values, so we try and make comparisons. So in, in cricket, obviously, the uh, the benchmark is is Don Bradman's average, mm. and uh, I think actually the the, the uh, statistical society of of England had a competition once of trying to find a sports statistic which was as extreme in a different sport as Bradman's averages above, you know, this, you know, so Bradman's 99 and the next best is in the, in the low sixties. Yeah. So the best I could come up with uh, is uh, if you look at the, the difference between the first and second place in ice hockey scoring, Wayne Gretzky is almost double the next best person. Yeah. So that's about the, the closest that I could come up with. And we're, we're going to see an absolute outlier uh, next week too, because uh, I, I doubt there will ever be a quarterback in the uh, in gridiron 
that goes to 11 Super Bowls. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Tom Brady with a new team, Tampa Bay. physical player or not is a, is a question, but he's clearly, in, in the winning category, it's ridiculous. I mean, there's no one... The next best quarterback's gone to four. <laughs> yeah, goodness me. What do you think of the movie Moneyball, Stephen? Moneyball is fantastic as a book. The movie was a little bit disappointing. Oh. <laughs> what, was it not believable? Did they take a few liberties no, with no, no, stats? No, no. Well, the, the, trouble, the trouble was that, of course, they focused on the Brad Pitt character, the Billy Bean, who's the manager, because mm. he's the charismatic guy. And they took the actual statisticians who did all the work and there's three of them, and they rolled them into one character. Oh, <laughs> that's like having Doug Lloyd Lewis and Stern all as yeah. one well, as, as one person. <laughs> Doug Lewiston, played by Steve Carell, or something. <laughs> Goodness me! All right, well, we appreciate your time, Stephen Stern, from the Duckworth Lewis Stern Method. Matt and I are so jealous that you have your name on this system. That we feel that there certainly has to be a problem in the world that needs a system to solve it. That we could call the Dyson O'Kine. Method. Is there anything in yeah. your realm that you've seen? Uh, we've had a few suggestions of shouting beers at the pub, um, <laughs> working out the rental on rooms in share houses. Uh, anything at all that you reckon that oh, Dyson O'Kine could 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 roll with? I I still think that uh, you know the biggest issue uh, that needs fixing in the wider world is how to figure out uh, to better schedule when workmen show up at your uh, at your house, right? They, oh. they, they will be there from anywhere between oh, yes. one and three. Wow. Yeah. For when a tradie tells you what time they'll be there, you subtract <laughs> the, time, the time of the mornings. They're always later in the mornings uh, than yeah. they are in the afternoons. Say so we talked about doctor's appointments recently, what time you actually will start. Yeah, I exactly. think you're onto something wow, here, Stephen Stern. Stephen. We might need to call you up again one day and That's why he's uh, get the best. your formulas. That's why he's the best. <laughs> the trouble, though, is that in order, to, in order to, if you want me to answer questions like that, I need data. Oh. So we're going to have to go around and call up people and ask oh, them yes. when their tradesmen said, that's going to take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll start collecting the data and we'll let you get back to it, Stephen Stern from the Duckworth Lewis Stern Method. We appreciate your time very, very much. Thanks very much. It's been a pleasure. Smell toast. <sighs> What's that sigh? Uh, I'm <laughs> What's filled that with, sigh, Matt? I'm filled with regret, Alex Dyson. Uh, I just wasn't sure about something today, and I'm. I'd like. I'd like to ask you whether this would be appropriate or not. Well, I'm always here for you, man. You're able to t- tell me everything. You know that. Well, you know, I went to pick up my hair from the post office recently. <laughs> I do know that your dad. Found the bag under the stairs, 16 years old, shaved off hair, and we're making a Merkin slash toupee. We're making a Turkin out of it. So I, do, I did know that that was on the cards. Yeah. Well, I went to see Sophia and I have swimming lessons, and um, and I went to the shops afterwards after the swimming lessons with her, right? And it's a little bit of a navigation with Sophia around the shops, right? She's obsessed with the Travelator. Loves All going up she and wants down. to do is go up and down the Travelator. Moving okay? walkway, so, yep. So the time you spend there is like just getting her from where the travelators are to the post office is such a huge mission. Mm. And we finally get to the post office, okay? And this is after negotiations and her having a little bit of a breakdown and people, her wanting to walk up the travelator while people are coming down it, you know? Going the wrong way. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, it's a fun game. Trust me, even as an adult. Great, great game. Love it. Not when it's in the middle of the 
shopping centre and people are trying to just do their business. Yeah. And she's getting there and she's having a meltdown. We finally get to the post office. And I've recently moved all my credit cards onto my phone. So I don't okay. carry my wallet around that much. Okay. Recently, you know, at the moment. Yeah. And um, I asked the lady at the post office, I said, oh, I've had a package delivered recently. And she came, comes out with it and says, do you have photo ID? And see, the thing is I didn't bring my wallet. Oh, yes. All I had is my phone. I was like, yeah. well, I've got like my, I've got proof of my bank cards and stuff like that. And she's like, it needs to be photo ID, you know, yeah. with your address on it and stuff yeah. like that. And I, and I just, I, the effort that it took to get here alone, I was like, I don't want to have to go back home and pick up my wallet and all this sort of stuff. Like another trip past the travelators. Yeah. And I was really just thinking, and I just thought. <clears throat> He's going to do, do it, isn't I, he? Do I pull up Google? <laughs> He's going to play the card. He's reaching deep in the sleeve. <laughs> Like, Popping it down face up no. and going, do you know who I am? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I really thought yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. there yeah. and I and I had my phone in my hand and I literally I was like, oh. and and I said, What what sort of photo ID? And she was like, <laughs> photo, photo ID. <laughs> and I'm like, in my head, I was like, <clears throat> okay, do I say the words? Does Google count, right? Because then I Ooh. and I was standing there. F- I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills <laughs> about frozen, what happened to man. Yep. I was frozen, and so fear's kicking off, and I'm like, I can't do all this. Yep. And eventually, I just said, "Oh, I'll have to come back then." And she was like, "Yeah, cool." <laughs> yeah, that's and what I, I said. Yep. Yeah. Come back with photo ID. And I really regret. Not, do you think it would have passed? Does Google count? <laughs> um, do you reckon? And I mean, also, would I have would I have been mm. a massive wanker in that situation? Like, re, like if you were in, in that, the post office in and that, someone did in that in that situation, um, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> but I got I got into a club one time. I didn't bring up the thing on my phone, but I had a. Fr- quite a belligerent friend just going, look, look, he's on Triple J, look, and showing the bouncer of the phone. And, and you I got, got in? Let, got let in, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so you could have got that package, my friend. I've, well, Sophia wasn't going to take my phone. <laughs> yeah, you needed Sophia to go, <laughs> <laughs> my dad's been at the Arias before or something like that. I really regret it. Well, the good news is we did put a call out on matt.and.alex to see if you've been in a similar situation, had to use uh, a strange ID, and uh, Matt, Amy got in touch. Yeah, Mrs. Robbo on Instagram says, uh, from New Zealand, by the way, says, uh, I've used my wedding ring to prove I'm old enough to be married, so I'm old enough to have a bevy. Uh, which that's worked. pretty good. Did that work? <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. Um, so that's a good way of showing that you're old enough for a drink. Um, and Ryan messaged in, said, me and a mate had to use our OH&S white cards to get into a pub as the bouncer was 100% certain that our driver's licenses were fake and needed more documentation with our names on it. Oh. So... I don't know whether that's official, but I guess if it worked, then party on. Well, if and you James, can use OH&S, they're not going to be making 17-year-olds in charge of that, are they? <laughs> exactly, right? So uh, you're responsible at work, you're responsible in the pub. Exactly. Hey, James from WA as well, you, someone used a weird ID while you were working. <laughs> they um, they did. They um, A bloke sort of came in, a bit of a, a chubby-looking bloke came into the bottle shop, 
Um, he looked pretty young, so I was like, look, mate, you're going to give us your ID. Um, and he hands over this passport, pretty old. And the, uh, the photo on the passport was him as like what looked to be sort of one, one year old. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, like as in he was, he was a, a baby, a, literally a baby in the passport. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, like, passport said he was 18. <laughs> right, so it's a very old passport of him as a baby. Because I've seen a passport as me as a baby, so they do do yeah. passports for babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. Pierre's anyway, got a passport. But... He handed it over and I sort of, you know, looked at it a little bit funny. Well, what's going on here? And he's like, well, mate, who else could it be? There's just a chubby baby in the photo and he's a pretty chubby guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> So did you let this? Were you like, yeah, you look like that baby, and then you just let, then you just sold them beer. Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> you literally <laughs> sold a baby beer. <laughs> oh, that brings us to the end of another very big. Matadelics all day breakfast. Thank you very much to Stephen Stern, Professor Stephen Stern from the Duckworth Lewis Stern Method. Um, tell you what, it does a bit of data science at Bond University. So shout out to you if you also attend Bond Uni. Go and check out Stephen Stern. He's got some, I've got some good ideas up in that dome. Do you reckon we were the first um, only daily podcast to be talking about statistics, talking to world class statisticians today? I, I think, I think most podcasts are too scared to have some intelligent chats for how's once. That, how's I mean, that? Because when people statistic. want the intelligent chat, they turn to Matt and Alex. Here's a statistic for you. 99% of podcasts <laughs> are bloody garbage. Okay? Exactly Take right. Take that statistic and put it in your, your spreadsheet. That, We're brave enough to tackle the big topics. Hey, also, if you want to get in touch with us, use the Instagram method, uh, <laughs> at matt.n.alex. Good system. Uh, get in touch. Let us know if anything in today's show relates to any stories you've got. We'd love to hear from you. That's it. Love hanging out with you every weekday here on All Day Breakfast. Speaking of which, we'll catch you for another big one tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.